are listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kalen McCain. It's the week of August 12, 2023. Our local stories this week feature rural broadband in Riverside, Washington's school board election, and a new hospital clinic. All of that and more is next after the big picture. A report from the Union this week found that all 140 animals rescued from a Washington County farm in November by the Animal Rescue League of Iowa were euthanized by the start of 2023. The news contrasts with the organization's general stance against putting animals down, given its status as the state's largest nonprofit animal shelter. CEO Tom Colvin said he made the call after three pigs in the herd tested positive for brucellosis, a zoonotic disease not detected in Iowa swine since at least 2010. The bacteria is also known to infect sheep and goats, other animals rescued from Washington County. Infection in dogs and cats has also been documented in other cases. Colvin said keeping the animals alive posed too many risks. This was not euthanasia because of numbers and space. No, we accommodated this quite well. And had they been able to be returned to uh, health and there was not the threat threats that were hanging over of uh, us of quarantine, uh, you know, we would have moved towards towards adoptions and reached out to other parts of the country, actually, to see if the people could help us. We take into consideration every possible other option than euthanasia. But when we had so many considerations, none of them good, facing us on this situation, then, yeah, the decision had to be made. Somebody had to make that. I made that. The move led former ARL volunteer Cynthia Ingham to part ways with the group. She said she came in the day after the animals were euthanized and found blood in the straw. They ended up not being rescued and instead uh, were, were euthanized. Um, and it just, uh, you know, it, was, it felt like a, a, a horrible betrayal of trust. Um, that uh, you feel that you're extending to the animals that come there who are, you know, supposed to be rescued and everything. A little over two dozen of the Washington County animals were sent to the Iowa Farm Sanctuary instead of ARL. While a few of those died from symptoms of their previous neglect, IFS Assistant Director of Operations Katie Valentine said those who remained were going strong after repeatedly testing negative for brucellosis. It definitely took some of them a lot longer than others to, you know, gain Gain the trust of us humans, um, put on some necessary weight, get healthy, get their uh, parasite load down. Um, Most of them were just filled with worms and parasites internally. But yeah, now we're in, what, August? And uh, they're all doing really, really well. The, The three babies that were born here are obviously thriving. They've known nothing else than sanctuary life, so they're doing really, really well. That's the big picture. We'll be back with the local news right after the break. This week's show is brought to you by Cafe Dodici. Stop by and enjoy a stylish dining room decorated with art from around the world, or have a meal on the European-style patio. Dodici's serves lunch and dinner Wednesday through Saturday, or you can come in for Sunday brunch. Dodici's offers new specials every week. The value meal features a three-part lunch special for just $12.12, and the blue plate is a three-course dinner special for just $21.12. You can double up your savings on Thursday nights with half-off bottles of wine. Treat your senses to a gourmet meal, complete with craft cocktails, fine wines, and richly decorated ambiance, all with a view of Washington's beautiful downtown. 
you don't need a plane ticket to savor Italian food and award-winning cuisine. Federal and local representatives gathered at a rural home just outside of Riverside Monday morning to celebrate new broadband capabilities in the area. The ribbon-cutting ceremony marked the end of Sharon Telephone Company's installation of fiber-optic cable to every residence in and around the city. In an interview this week, STC General Manager Scott Hovell said roughly a third of the effort was funded by grants, most notably the USDA's Community Connect program. It's the first project in the state to win such a grant. Yeah, the application process is very intense. <laughs> Just a lot of data required, um, uh, again, in conjunction with the city of Riverside. And then we had letters from, I think, there were close to 20 different uh individuals and organizations that wrote letters of support for uh, providing rural broadband. Havel said the company hoped to have a positive impact on the community. I think it's important for us to spend our money, you know, on our current and and future technologies that'll that'll help our are the citizens of Johnson County and Washington County. I mean, it, it it's kind of cliche, but it's true. We, our board is committed to it. At least three of the four seats on the ballot this November for the Washington School Board will go undefended. The news comes after board members Kelly Smith and Sonia Leva announced on Wednesday that they didn't plan to run again. Board member Eric Turner already announced plans to leave late last year. In an email, Smith said, quote, As our kids are getting older, I want to give someone else from our community and school district the opportunity to share their ideas and serve on our school board. In a phone call Wednesday night, Leva said she simply had too many other obligations on her plate. Um, I unfortunately am not going to run again, and it's not because I don't want to. I would love to, um, and I, I've learned so much, but I am just I'm pulled in too many different directions. <laughs> um, when I first started school board, I was only working 30 hours, and now I'm back up to 40 and have some other community commitments and oh, it's just too much. Leva added that she hoped to see another person of color run for the position. Like our Hispanic community or our low SES, you know, I feel like a lot of times it's whatever the school says goes and they don't even know to ask questions or to ask for help or advocate. And so I think it's really important to get somebody in there that just has a different viewpoint. Um, it's definitely needed. Washington County Hospital and Clinics opened the Ken and Rosemary Hansen Specialty Clinic to patients this week. At a ribbon cutting on Wednesday, WCHC CEO Todd Patterson said the building would provide several services, including general surgery, neurology, and endocrinology. He said the Hansons were hugely influential on the hospital. They were very public supporters of Washington County Hospital and Clinics over, over a lot of years. Uh, Ken was a hospital board member. He was also on our board of directors uh, for our foundation until his, his passing um, and was uh, a, a huge advocate for us in the community. Kenny meant a lot to this hospital, a lot to this community, and I think if anybody's name was going to be up on uh, a facility like this, uh, it would be his and his wife, Rosemary's. Eric Hansen, Ken and Rosemary Hansen's son, said the facility name was a tremendous honor. Growing up in Washington, 
you see names on buildings and auditoriums and you never think it's going to be yours. And it's not about your name on there per se, but it's the fact that when you see that name, you know that person loved that community and wants that love to live on through all of us. That's the local news. We'll be back with the best news I've heard all week, right after this. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. And now, the best news I've heard all week. Wayland man Steve Miller returned victorious from the World Horseshoe Pitching Tournament in Lansing, Michigan last month. Miller was the champion of the men's F2 class, a group whose accuracy rate from 40 feet away hovers around 30%. He said he loved everything about the sport. I just like the camaraderie. You know, the the people that I meet um, are very interesting it's, it's a nostalgic game. It reminds me of my childhood because, you know, I remember going to camp outs and seeing all the elders pitching shoes, you know, my cousin Bruce and my dad and my uncles and grandpa. And, and, and it just, it's a real nice uh, feeling to be able to take this to the next, to the next step. Thanks for tuning in. Washington Weekly Review is a product of the Southeast Iowa Union. If you hear about any news in town, you can give me a call at 319-333-0467. If you want to place an ad on the show for other people to hear with their news, call our office at 319-653-2191. That's it for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I have been Kalen McCain. Have a great week.